You are listening to the Extraordinary Events Podcast with Dr. K, episode number 90. Welcome to the Extraordinary Events Podcast, where we aim to educate, inspire, and empower individuals who wish to design transformational experiences. Now, your host, event education champion, Dr. Kristen Mallet. In the Intro to Events class, students have to show mastery of the design thinking process. Students are able to show this mastery in a variety of different ways, such as designing a training video, a game, or even a podcast. They are able to choose any topic and organize their activity in any way that they want, as long as they follow this design process. These student-created podcasts have offered so many insights into what students are thinking and experiencing that I have decided to take two Thursdays a month to feature these works of art. I hope you enjoy today's student-created podcast. Hello, my name is Danae Jones, and I am a junior this year at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln, majoring in hospitality, restaurant, and tourism management. Currently, I am in Dr. K's Intro to Events course and have just begun to open the doors to the vast and exuberant world of events. Today, I'm going to be talking a little bit about stress and anxiety that is prevalent in events and what planners can do for themselves and their attendees. When I say that the world of events is vast, I mean it. My first look into this profession has shown me that it is virtually boundless, not only in career options, be it social events, conferences, trade shows, conventions, you name it, but also in tasks. With so much to do, it is no wonder that so many planners report of burnout and high stress. In fact, 20 Bedford Way mentioned in their article why event planning is the toughest job in the world that CareerCast found when it comes to the careers associated with the highest levels of stress, planning events is not ranked number 20, not even number 10, but number 5. Of all professions in the world, it has nestled in 5th place. I've only begun planning a hypothetical event in my class, but in my research and limited experience, I've gotten an introduction to the struggles that event planners face. Locating, contacting, acquiring, and setting up the perfect food and beverage, venue, security, keynote presenters, audiovisual technology and setup, cleaning services, decor or decorating services, medical aid, invitations and advertising, social media platforms, entertainment, sponsors, in addition to handling registration, transportation and lodging for attendees, supervision of the event, urgent problem solving, and final evaluations all seem to be more than enough for a few event planners to handle, be it for a small or large event, but this is only skimming the surface. These and many more tasks contain infinite details that must be organized and coordinated within shrinking time and budgetary restraint, and in a way that creates desire for the event while pleasing the client. Smiles and composure must be maintained while limitless problems, complaints, requests, and more beg for attention. As a cherry on top, I have found that when an event has been completely and beautifully planned, there will always be something that goes wrong. Imagine being an event planner for the renowned Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade in 1997, when the massive Barney inflatable burst before tens of thousands of eyes. I also recently read a story on Everbright from a woman who works for a company named Surviving Actors. 
She detailed a vivid memory of an event that she helped plan in England, where the booked site had encountered issues and as a result was deemed unavailable. This information was revealed less than a day before the official opening. In that short breath of time, they had to locate an entirely different venue that they could afford and that could accommodate their needs. All of the people coming to and working at the event had to be contacted, all while the planners had to set up their new location. This story made me think of the event that I'm planning for my Intro to Events course. I, along with a small group, have been nurturing it for a few months now, and its focus is on how restaurant owners can diversify their menu by adding Southern European cuisine and experiential elements to their offering. There have already been many nights of stress over all that we have to consider. Lately, it's been BEOs, budgets, meticulous floor plans, production schedules, and then edits to the budget when numerous adjustments must be made. I remember studying floor plans and dimensions that would suit our 200 socially distanced guests and massive decor ambitions. We have three rooms, all about 170 feet by 170 feet, so it's very large. I can't imagine having less than a day to find a new location that is large enough and available in the summer, and then tearing down and reconstructing every detail of our event, which includes several food prep stations and an entire room full of comprehensive decor resembling the streets of four countries in Southern Europe. The stress I have felt is already great, and this event isn't even real. This long introduction is all to say that stress is as inherent in event planning as are the rewards for a job well done. When immersed in such a demanding career, it's important to remember to take care of yourself without ever feeling guilty or extra stress. Maria Waida gives ideas on how to get rid of that pent-up stress in her article on Social Tables named Tips Tuesday, 33 Soothing Ways Event Planners Can Relax and Recharge. To start, enjoy a brisk walk with your favorite music, podcast, or breathing exercises. There is something about a blue sky dotted with white clouds freshly mown grass, and towering trees swaying in the breeze that seems to do the trick for alleviating my anxieties. When planning, also try to attain a greater volume of volunteers to lift some of the weight off your shoulders. I can say firsthand that higher education facilities can be a great place to search for quick assistance. You could also search for and use apps that will release announcements on social media automatically at prescribed times. Carving out time to work out is vital, even if it's just for a short session. There are many apps that have pre-designed regimens that can be performed anywhere. Mentally removing myself from all my work as I go out for a good run usually is a great technique to help me get my mind straight. From my personal experience, I can tell you that aromatherapy is real. Candles always seem to make my studies seem less taxing, and they enhance my relaxation times. I even had a eucalyptus scented lotion that I would use last year when I was studying for my harder classes. As a planner, when scheduling your key objectives, extend the time allotted for each one by one and a half. This will help you to be prepared for the inevitable unexpected occurrences. To continue, you could break up your to-do list ambitions into smaller objectives and provide yourself and or your group with fun and uniquely tailored rewards for success on each one. For me, even just listening to one of my favorite songs or enjoying a sweet treat can provide the motivation I need to get everything done. 
Try accumulating more sleep, even just by half an hour. Shut down a quarter of an hour earlier and set your alarm a quarter of an hour later than you normally do. Another great method would be to jot down your thoughts in a journal or just follow your stream of consciousness. List out everything that could end well with your event. Have fun picking out and decorating a journal that reflects your personality. Journaling has always helped me to sort through and record all of the jumbled thoughts in my mind. In a sense, it helps me to take the tangled ball of yarn and unravel it to just a thin string. With an organized head, you can be more prepared for the day ahead. The last suggestion that I'll go over from this article is to acquire some vegetation. Yes, even our green friends can actually help with anxiety. An interesting anxiety reducer from Caroline Burke mentioned in her article, 11 weird things that relieve stress and make you feel more relaxed in seconds on Elite Daily was searching for fractals or natural motifs and sequences. Either try being more attentive to your surroundings or do a quick internet search. One that I enjoy looking at would be the repetitive designs found in sliced oranges or carrots. Next time you bite into a carrot, try studying the unique circular figures hidden inside. Burke also suggested trading some coffee for green tea. One of my favorite oddball stress relievers came from an article called 25 Weird Breaks for Stress Relief put out by the University of Kansas. They suggested to grab a simple sheet of paper and figure out all the different noises that you can create with it. I tried holding a piece of paper so that it was parallel to the ground and perpendicular to my body, and then I blew on the edge and waved the paper up and down, and it oddly reminded me of going through the car wash as a kid. It is vital to acknowledge the intense stress from the obligations of event planning, but it's also important to remember that in today's turbulent environment, mental health struggles are surging in a large portion of the population. It's necessary to recognize that your attendees are coming into your event with their own stress and anxiety. So how can you add in details to your next event that may help with your stress, but would also ease your attendee? The Sherpa Experience Group has some suggestions on the implementation of mindfulness into events in their article, Mindfulness Meetings and Wellness at Events. To start, one of the first things that most likely comes to mind when the words stress relief are spoken is yoga. Utilizing this technique doesn't have to feel random and disconnected from the theme if the client isn't traditionally primarily focused on well-being. Something I thought of would be that yoga may not be a primary focus for the attendees at a convention or orchestra musicians. However, by coordinating with a yoga director, you could create sessions where stretches or actions resemble that of typical musician motions are given musical names that help the attendee better connect to the action and are performed to soothing symphonic sounds. It's relevant and it's a way to relax. Next, consider adjusting what attendees consume. If you try out the swap of coffee for green tea that I mentioned earlier, contemplate doing the same thing for your event. Bring in more protein and nutrient-rich food items that steer clear of simple sugars and the limited physiological support that they provide. An omelet loaded with vegetables would be much more lasting than a syrup-doused waffle. Just keep in mind that the options that you do choose must satisfy the host's wishes. As has been suggested, exercise is a great way to alleviate stress. This doesn't only have to take the form of yoga. I now realize there was more of a meaning behind the gallery walk activities performed in the afternoon post-lunch classes. The motion can help with focus and relief from anxiety. 
If possible, consider utilizing a gallery walk of displayed items or images rather than a slideshow on a screen. Another way to help with the mental state of your attendees that was suggested would be to include lively games. The goal isn't high stakes competition, but simple entertainment. When I was at a leadership workshop for my high school band program, we did an activity where a group of us formed a circle and had to reach across to grasp the hands of two other people. Once we had all done so and all of our arms were intertwined, we had to figure out a way to untangle ourselves without letting go of each other's hands. It was lively and it fit the theme of working as a team to solve complex problems. The final example from this article that I'll go over is the inclusion of art elements. As the planner, could you reflect any fractals in the decor that may bring a subconscious piece to those who look at it? More than design, could you allow your attendees to create art in the session? The client doesn't have to be putting on an artsy event for you to do so. I recently thought of the possibility of a planner doing this for an event focused on financial advisors. They may not paint or sculpt for a living, but a session where they are encouraged to take a piece of paper or their tablet and draw a logo or design for a business card that they feel represents themselves or the organization they work for can unleash their imaginative side and relax their minds. The ulterior motives complement the education on the importance of self-marketing. Overall, while stress is very real in the universe of event planning, it doesn't have to define it. There are several ways to alleviate the hectic tension associated with stress. Furthermore, these approaches can not only assist the event planner, but also the attendees as well as they're implemented into events. My hope is that you have found at least one technique to assist you and are your attendees in relaxing. Thank you so much for listening today. And don't forget to drink some water, breathe in and out, and enjoy the beautiful day ahead. Thank you for listening to the Extraordinary Events Podcast. Stay tuned for our next episode.